Thank you for sticking around everyone, hope we're all well and happy new year, hopefully this year will be way better than the crazy show that last year was, still, it literally still feels like horror film, for reals, um, we're still in the midst of a global pandemic, which isn't something I'm shocked at, <laughs> if I'm being honest, um, I'm just praying that soon, or by summer at least, there'll be some normality in our lives. Um, but anyway, I've been continuing with the podcast. Um, I've been keeping myself busy, which is good. Having great fun. Um, and I'm really excited to share this one with you guys because this is someone I really admire. And she's from a show, one of my favourite shows actually, the spin-off of The Vampire Diaries, the originals. If you've not seen it, I suggest you do because it is amazing. Um, I interviewed Leah Pipes, who plays the role of Cammy. Um, or Camille, and we had a great chat, um, had a really, really good chat, and yeah, we caught up on loads of things, spoke about the originals, how it was, you know, being in the vampire show, um, everything and anything, you name it. So yeah, I'm just going to start the episode now, and I hope you guys enjoy it, and take care, and I hope you are staying safe. Hi there, Leah. Thanks for joining me today. How are you doing? Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Uh, thanks again for being on Take One. This is our second episode of the season, so it's very exciting. So thanks again for you know being part of this journey. I'm excited to hear your story, and I'm sure everyone else will be. Ho- hopefully. I was telling, <laughs> as I said before, I don't know how interesting it is. Who was the first guest? Uh, so it was Mikey Reed. I'm not sure if you know who he is. Uh, Michael Reed. Um, he's from he's from New York. He's on quite a few. He's on the TV show Victorious, uh, the Nickelodeon show. Um, a few horrors he's in, Funhouse Massacre. I'm not sure if you've heard of him, but he was this really. This guy sounds. Really this guy cool. sounds like <laughs> like a, like the real deal. I I don't know. He so had some funny. He had some funny stories, really funny stories, but (laughs) I'm sure you will too. Um, So I've got a great bunch of questions, I hope, for you. Um, I'm actually really excited to ask some of these because it's interesting to find out different things. And so I've added in uh, some funny ones as well, just to kind of hear other things, but it'll be fun. So I'll just get started. So the first question, it's quite a simple um, and generic question, but it does make for quite a good story. So what made you want to become an actor? Like, Where did your story sort of begin? So um, my eldest sister went to an all-girls school um, in uh, in Pasadena, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. And um, someone came to the school as a like a recruiter for for a a casting company, um, mm-hmm. and uh, was just talking to the girls like if they were interested in joining in acting, that they could come to this open call. Um, my sister really wanted to go and begged my mom and my mom, we'd never, you know, really participated in the industry at all, but my mom um, decided, you know, I, I was uh, one of five kids and there's four girls. And so she took all of us girls to this open casting call, assuming nothing was going to come of it. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, that the fate was on my side that day. And um, I, I got, I got plucked out of my very normal life and kind of put into this world that ended up being 
uh, a huge saving grace for me. That was just, it was, um, yeah, I ended up that, that year I, I got an agent and I ended up on a, at the end of that year on a television show. So it was, it, it felt like a, it was a real dream come true. Yeah, no, a very, a very different life. Must have been a big, a big shock when you went from you just being a normal girl to then doing what you're doing now. Yeah, I mean, it was, if, again, it just felt like, you know, I think any, anyone who falls in line with what they want to do with their life, I, I, granted, I was 13, um, so it was a young age to have that experience, but um, anyone who, who, who discovers that um, passion for themselves, a life's pursuit, it's, um, it's a really beautiful experience, and it, and it gives your life a lot of meaning, and um, it puts a lot of you know, I think at the time, what was nice is uh, it put a lot of like the the middle school drama into perspective, into perspective. So, and it continues to do that for me uh, to this day. Just it keeps a lot of things in perspective. I I I'm really grateful that I get to spend my life doing what I I love to do. Yeah, no, of course. Um, there's nothing more better than than actually getting to do what you do because you know not everyone does get to do what they want to do. Yeah, so, so true. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's I think that it, last on me, yeah. <laughs> I think at 13 as well. That's I think that's quite young. Um some of the people I've spoke to or just people in general, they don't start until they're like later or older, like teenagers, or some people will like they'll be older. So some people like think, oh that's for me, but that's not for them. And it's just it's a hard decision. And if you really want to do it, you need to, but if not, obviously your mind can't change. So it's, it's a different age range as well, but I think 13 is quite young for, you know, your journey really starting. Yeah, it is young. It's, and it's, um, I think a lot of people who start at that age, they don't necessarily continue um, through adulthood. And I've definitely had my ups and downs. Um, I, 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 every time I think, oh, this is it. Like, this is, this is, I've, I've made it. I've made some, you know, huge leap. Um, mm-hmm. I'm humbled pretty quickly by this industry. So it, it, it's both um, a rewarding and humbling experience being, um, being any form of artist, I'm sure. But, you know, being an actor is, uh, I'm, I'm amazed by some actors' egos because I'm like, man, nothing, nothing destroys my ego like this, like, like, you know, doing something that you really love and, but then like, uh, or being really excited about a project and, and then not getting it. You're just like, oh gosh. I mean, it's worse than any breakup. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like my career is like the worst boyfriend ever. (laughs) Any job in general though, like if you're looking forward to a job, so say you do the interview and you think, oh my God, like this is like totally for me. It sounds amazing. And then the phone you or something or get back to you and say, I'm sorry, you didn't get it. Like it's, it's that feeling. It's just that sinking feeling kind of because you kind of got hyped for it as well. Like even for me, I can be like that with jobs as well. I just got all hyped for it. Um, the sort of person I am as well, even if I've just had an interview, I'll think, oh my God, like I hope I get this and I'll go a bit too far. And then I'm like, yeah, you've not got it. I'm like, oh, got all hyped I, for yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, it, I, we all go through that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, it's a li- disappointment is a part of a it's part of life. It's part of life. Exactly. But also, rejection, celebration yeah. is too. So yeah, rejection is a part of life. We all go through it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's normal. Even the best actors, you know, will go through that. It's, sometimes it's good. Sometimes you need that to actually. I feel like if you've not been rejected, like 
you know, particularly in the arts industry as well, it's you, you tend not to be the nicest. You get some people that aren't the nicest, and it's because they've not really had that rejection. Like they think they get everything, and not everyone does. You know, it's not really how it should work. You shouldn't just get everything handed to you. You need to work for it. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely yeah. You can I <laughs> uh, the people who are on their first upswing um, as actors, they're it's interesting to. Um, to observe them because they do uh you know like you can i can kind of sense someone who's like oh this is your first series this is your first big gig or series regular gig and and um that smug look on your face is going to get wiped off like so <laughs> fast you know i mean you learn pretty quickly uh, um that uh you, you you just don't ever take any any success uh for granted just never you just never take work for granted it's it's a it's a gift every time yeah no of course and when you're not thinking about it as well I think that tends to make it better so like if you're sitting worrying about something or thinking oh I've got this like it tends to go the opposite way but if you're not thinking about it and you're not stressed and you're just thinking I might get it you know I might not it's just life then you tend to actually get the better news so it's just something that happens yeah. especially in acting you know, it needs to happen because yeah it's amazing <laughs> It's interesting how life works that way. Like the things, if when you when you want something too badly, it doesn't happen. It's like there's mm-hmm. this weird block around uh, just clinging to something or or wanting it too badly. You know, it's almost like people can smell desperation wafting <laughs> off of you, and they don't want anything to do with you. They probably can, to be honest. It's it's funny actually. It's quite yeah. It's funny. It's strange. Life is life works in many weird ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you say there was like a specific moment that made you realize that you wanted to act or did it kind of just come at that moment when you know they did the scout they came in when you were younger or was there ever an actual moment where you said like this is definitely what I want to do as a career well I um I I was uh not a great student I wasn't uh, my, my all of us girls played soccer pretty competitively um, wasn't a great soccer player, you know, was, was fine at things, but, um, just kind of tagged along and, and, uh, executed bare minimum, basically. Like, uh, it's hard for me to, to get myself to do things I don't want to do. Um, but this was the first, uh, when I, when I started doing classes and then especially when I ended up on the show, I ended up on that, that year at 13, um, it was, it was, I, I wanted to spend ev- as much time as I wanted to, like, you know, they say, if you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life. And it really didn't feel at all like work. It felt like um, a gift, just like an absolute gift. And it still does. Um, but I think that feeling of this prospect of being able to make a living doing something that makes me feel that way um was really exciting to me and and I also I've tried throughout the years you know to improve and um and to and to make myself uh useful and and helpful to the project itself and and I like the feeling of I like doing it I like the feeling of being helpful and I think storytelling is um a very helpful uh thing to to contribute to humanity. So I'm also, you know, I'm, I, I have a, a, a 
I'm proud. I'm proud of what I do. You know, I, I think I'm not, I'm not screwing people over. Um, I'm helping and that's nice. I'm, I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, there's a lot to it as well, um, acting. And without it, we really wouldn't be anywhere. You know, without TV shows, without movies, without any of it, we wouldn't, you know, without theatre. Um, I'm a big fan of theatre. And without that, I couldn't, couldn't imagine, you know, what sort of life this would be, really. It's someone we need, I think. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, you know, yeah, what would life be without art? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's doable. It's, it's, it's sustainable without it, but without the arts, like what kind of life is that? It's nice that we have the, the desire to create um, as human beings and, um, and what, and our desire for create creating and and creativity. So lends itself to just having a, a love and compassion for your fellow man and, um, just the vulnerability of the human experience. It's very cathartic to be a part of and and it's cathartic to um, be witness to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, we wouldn't really have a fun life without art. People express themselves in different ways and I just think without that, yeah, it wouldn't really be a good life. Honestly. Yeah, it'd be a bit boring, wouldn't it? It just would would be a little bit, yeah, a a little too routine with the good stuff that spice things up. Yeah, exactly. I think we're very, very boring. Um, I'd rely a lot on like I'm a big binger. I love my TV shows. I uh, love my films. Um, a big fan of various actors. You know, just love watching people on the screen doing what I love to do, being in character. I love going to see shows. You know, I love Broadway shows. I love uh, West End, just plays, theatre. Without that, I would. I don't even think I'd have a fun life. It wouldn't be fun. It'd be boring have nothing to do most of the time with yeah exactly what would you do with yourself what's the last <laughs> show that you binged oh um I think oh I can't actually remember um I watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air actually um oh that's great yeah. <laughs> it's only for the first time but it's a good it's good to put on like do you know that show where it's good to put on when you're lying in bed and you can close your eyes and you can listen to it but you can still like you still know what's going on and you enjoy it um yeah I think that was the last one I binged but I never actually saw it before and I really liked it it was good yeah that's fun that I mean for me that would just be so that would be like a warm blanket because that I watched that in my childhood that's a fun one I like that funny yeah (laughs) surprised I've not saw it before actually but I think I'm gonna binge it again because it was really good (laughs) yeah yeah it's I mean it is one of those shows that you can put on the background I'm that way with Seinfeld Mm -hmm. right now it's just like it just feels like oh like I know these people they're old friends especially right now in the world like Mm -hmm. Having a bit of comfort is is so nice. I think that's the best kind of show, just the funny ones, but the ones that are like they're older and you can sit and just have them on the background and you'll still know what's going on. And I think Friends was before that. That was when I, the last one I binged was Friends because that's the same, I think. Like it's good on a background and you've seen it all, but it never gets old every time you watch it. Yeah, yeah. And they do by the end of watching it all, you're like, these are my friends. Yeah, no, of course. I, f- I know, I feel like I know them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish I did. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of TV shows anyway, um, from all the roles you have played, one you are best known for would be playing the badass, might I say, the badass bartender, uh, Kami, in Originals. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so how was it joining this cast when you first joined the cast? Um, obviously, as it being the spin-off of Vampire Diaries as well, such a big show, and working alongside the likes of you know Phoebe and Joseph and Daniel Gillies, how was that for you? What was the experience like? Um, it, the, the support of the fans, I was kind of uh, blown away by. And to this day, I'm still blown away because <laughs> I haven't been on the show in so long, but I still get so much... Um, support it, and and appreciation it, it's like it it's pretty mind-blowing um and it it's just yeah like having a, a such a supportive fan base um is uh it, it it's like a it feels like an honor but it also feels a little bit like what I don't know like I, I don't know if I deserve this but you know it's so, but it, but I appreciate it. Like I, I'm just sort of amazed by it. Um, mm-hmm. And then working with uh, working with with Joe and um, Phoebe and Daniel is uh, so uh, lucky, really fortunate. Um, there was just no one who there was no one who I uh, kind of dreaded working with. You know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of shows they have. They have, they have, I hear stories of people being difficult or like, you know, there's tension on set or people don't like each other. And there's just none of that on our show. And um, at least like from my perspective, I've got, uh, I, yeah. I just appreciate, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it just having, being able to, um, yeah, be, uh, genuinely enjoy the people that I worked with. And, and to, and to this day, um, Daniel and I are, are Daniel's one of my closest friends and Phoebe's a, a good friend too so it's it I've made lifelong friends uh from that so that's yeah yeah that's really it's really good to hear um especially when you join shows and you just don't know like what will come out of it and you don't know how long it'll last and there's nothing as like any job really though like when I you know go to a job I've made some really amazing friends as well to the point where I'm like I don't want to leave here and they're friends for life like you have work friends but then you've got friends that are actually they're from work but you don't actually call them work friends they're they're your friends you know they're close friends you, you speak to them outside of work and you know, that's always the best finding people like true friends like that yeah I, I mean obviously they started as work friends but um mm-hmm. but yeah at this point like they're just friends we've you know been through a lot of life together at this point I'm glad there was no horror stories because <laughs> you hear some horror stories from people in you know films and tv shows and that would just like don't think I can work with someone who's difficult yeah it sounds very it sounds like a not good time it sounds like you mm-hmm. know straight up not having a good time um no. so touch and I haven't uh yeah I've heard horror stories and I haven't been you know for uh seen them firsthand touch wood that that doesn't happen oh. but um yeah I've I generally I I mean you know I like people some people more than others just you know like personally but generally everyone I've worked with I like I do enjoy yeah no of course <laughs> many friends for life <laughs> sorry one oh. second I, just... um so the um yeah sorry there was someone at the door that's okay have you got a dog <laughs> is that your dog barking yeah yeah oh. he barked. <laughs> um what we saying anyway um oh yeah so Kami, your character in the originals, she has quite a long journey. You're the three seasons she's in the show for. Um, we see her go through a lot of different things and relationships, um, personality, and also going from a humor to transition uh, from a human into a vampire. 
spoiler alert to anyone who's not seen it yet <laughs> whoops um so see I, I think everyone i don't know if that's a spoil because that's i think that's pretty much everyone on the show and everyone ends up turning i mean matt donovan and vampire dies didn't but i think he was the only oh, he's one. The one yeah he's the, the one, one person <laughs> yeah he was the one person left he made it and he still didn't even die at the end he still made it all eight seasons till the very end which I still yeah. don't understand but hey ho I mean Julie Plett cut no. it way. <laughs> exactly he knew he he knew the right people made the right friends yeah no of course <laughs> um so we see your transition to a vampire uh, what was your experience like from going from playing a human to playing a vampire but there are a lot of differences I think the effects are so cool as well so I think that would have been quite awesome to have yeah the effects stuff. the effects were fun to play with um the wardrobe changed a bit I think mm-hmm. uh yeah, I mean, I, it was um, it was fun to uh, go from wearing, you know, like human clothes to like the. Uh, it's it is interesting. Like she turned into a vampire, and then it's like, where did she get all this money? Like she has very now she, all of a sudden she has a very chic wardrobe, and like at one point I was like, they had me driving a Porsche. It was like, oh wow, I mean, this is this is very chic. So that was fun. Um, yeah, just changing up the uh, the look and the feel of the character was great. Yeah, and it's like she goes from, so she's badass at the start, when she's human, it's like she goes from quite badass, but then when she's a vampire, she's like a hundred times more badass and her whole wardrobe just changes and you can just see her personality in that. Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, I, I think it went, for, she went from the noble ingenue to, um, to having a, a, a dark side, which was fun. Mm-hmm. No, I still don't feel that she got her actual end I still feel like she should have like survived it still makes me better to this day I remember crying my eyes out (laughs) I think that I think I I appreciate them for um for for telling her story and not letting it uh go on past where where it needed to be Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because then you just kind of you get stuck in and the writers don't really know where to put you I appreciate that they um they told her story and then and then it was time for it was time to move on once you once the story is completed in the character mm-hmm. you're like this this was uh it's 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 bittersweet but you're also like I accept that um the story was told in full and it's over now mm-hmm. that's like any short movie though I guess isn't that like it it's got a story it begins and then ends and they did do, I think, yeah, I think they've done everything they could have. Like, at the time, I was just so bitter. I was like, no, like, because she was one of my favourites and they just, like, turned into a vampire. And I was like, I feel like she's just, she wasn't a vampire long enough, like, maybe a few more episodes or the finale or you know, something like that. Uh, maybe it would have made more sense, but they do what they can do and, you know, they've done what they can. Um, but it was good with all the scenes where they had, like, uh, where you were dying, but, like, they were showing you and they still tried to keep you alive and stuff like that. I liked how that they've done that. Yeah, they 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 gave her a very um, they gave her a very beautiful death. Well, I mean, I guess it was funny. I was lying there. I was like, wait, so the werewolf bites does like everyone get uh, full body herpes with werewolf bites, or is this personal? <laughs> um, so she was a really beautiful, like lying in the bed. But um, like the dream sequence was very sweet, and um, and I, you know, you, I think. For those shows, um, there's a there's something to you know t- shows made for teen generally for teenage girls to have 
to have uh, emotional moments like that. And um, it's like, you want to feel like lovey dovey feelings, but you also, you guys, you keep coming back for more. So obviously you guys kind of like to cry sometimes because there's lots of sad moments too. That's true. Like the results of Vampire Diaries, honestly, I think all my tears just go on those shows. Like I used to cry all the time. Like every single episode, there'd be something that just made me cry. I was like, Julie, what are you doing to me? Like, do you want me to just cry buckets all the time? But no, I think sometimes you need to cry. Like if you're sad or just want to cry, you're like, okay, I'm going to put this on. Just I'll cry. Yeah, I think you. I think it's you who wants to cry, if you because <laughs> you know what you're come signing up for. True, but you obviously did something to make us cry, because she, like it's, you can't just go in and be like, oh, I'm going to do a sad scene. But like, you need to have that sort of ability to actually be a good enough actor and use your abilities to make someone else cry. Like, it's not even. It's not that. Um, it's not as easy as you think to make someone cry. Um, but no, it was. Yeah, it was a really good scene, and I like. I liked as well how the whole episode was basically about Kame. Um, it wasn't just like a second and then she died like it was a whole episode so it started and then like you've seen her bite and they tried to keep her alive and do a spell and stuff um, and then the end bit was always she was with Klaus and then she died at the very end and then they killed Davina at the end and that just hit me even more as well I was like I can't handle two deaths in one episode like this isn't good <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I think that it was a double whammy it was a mm-hmm. it was a one-two punch only Julie Plett could do that but <laughs> um yeah so no it was really good um you played the role really well too like obviously it can't be easy to act um a death scene out especially I don't mean like when you're lying in the bed though like the other scenes before that you know where it was like we were with Klaus and you know all... I will say that the lying in the bed scene was much more difficult than the mm-hmm. one with than the crying scene because mm-hmm. um because Daniel just kept making me laugh oh. and I had to be dead. And he just kept saying these, there's one line where he said, <laughs> one line where he, he, was, he looks at me and he's like, she lived with grace. And it's like my close up. And he's like, she lived with grace. Who's here? Grace, please come in. This is Cammy's roommate, Grace, here to pay some words of respect. And I just had to lie there uh, being dead and not laugh. So he made it very, he made it very challenging. There's a whole Grace storyline that we came up with that day. <laughs> <laughs> Just that day. So of all the scenes, you think that one was actually, the one that looks easiest was actually the hardest because of Daniel. Yeah, not trying not <laughs> to laugh is so hard for me, especially when you're not supposed to. That's like... But, and when you're doing nothing, when you're supposed to just lie there and do nothing, trying not to laugh, it's like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, that's that's really where my acting skills get challenged. Daniel is very funny as well, so... Yeah, it wouldn't be easy. Too funny. <laughs> it's too funny. It's not fair. No. Uh, out of all the roles you've played so far, um, is there anyone in particular uh, that's been your favourite that you'd say? Um, you know, I I have a soft spot for all of them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there was. I, I don't know. It's like they. I really like. I've I've played the the, the bitch. I've played the and like the. the evil villain I've played the ingenue I've played the girl next door um and um and you know a bunch of characters in between um and I I just like taking on uh different different life experiences you know putting on different masks and and playing with the 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 life experience of you know who who would I be if I was this person um, mm-hmm. is fun and I have 
and I, I don't know, I guess it's, it's a weirdly intimate sort of relationship with each character. So I can't, I feel like naming one would be cheating on all the others. <laughs> so you can't do that. No, you hear that a lot though. Um, when I do ask that question, you do hear a lot of people say they don't actually have a favourite, they like them all. Um, on the odd occasion, it's like a top few, like a top three or something they'd say, but you do hear that. I think it's because there's a different part in each one, like in each uh, character, there's something different. Yeah, and I just like working, you know, I, I, I like, I like the characters, but and I also just really enjoy being on set. So the characters are linked with, you know, great memories of, of um, doing what I love and, and working with people who I, I uh, enjoy. So it's, you know, it, it, they're linked with um, just a lot of happy, good times. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, and there's something kind of in you as well, that's always played them and there's a part you like, because they're all different. There's different in each character and there's always something as well so no it must be hard to when it comes to choosing a favorite yeah yeah I'll have to think on that one <laughs> um have you found any roles challenging that you've done um they all have their different challenges I mean I I think the generally the like I did a I did a law show and I had to like say all this legal jargon and pronouncing those words right was really challenging. <laughs> and then um and then generally like um I I played the uh, like this like the badass villain uh, um on a television show called Charmed and mm-hmm. and um looking like a badass while also being pretty naturally a clumsy person <laughs> and it's, it's like it's a hard thing to because oftentimes you you trip and you're like oh gosh oh. well there goes all the there goes all the power because I just I just uh, tripped on my own heel um so yeah there's I as much as I uh would like to let go of all, I as much as I um attempt to let go of all of myself in each character mm-hmm. um having being clumsy uh, tends to come through and uh mispronouncing words comes through it despite my best efforts <laughs> it's like any job though there's always challenges it can be the most perfect yeah. job and there's always something but it might just be maybe like you said you're clumsy it could be a personal thing you know it could just be something that because that's what you're that's in your personality it's your personality trait obviously you've got to kind of adapt to that for being someone who's not like that but it kind of comes with acting as well you've got to do that obviously to become someone else yeah you look and I'll fully commit to being someone else and then it's it's even more embarrassing when you're like really committed to being just so all-powerful and then you trip and you're like man that was (laughs) that's a long that's a way longer fall it happens that's why there's bloopers (laughs) because <laughs> you see all this stuff exactly <laughs> exactly that's hence the blooper reel i'm so weird i love just going on youtube and also type in like randomly like oh like say if i like a show show bloopers i think i've watched like some originals ones before and some vampire diaries or just movies it's it's just funny to watch like because you know these people like they may look amazing on the screen but they're not always perfect behind the scenes they make you know they do make mistakes like anyone does it's human nature you're going about it's just it's funny to watch again entertained by that <laughs> we get we get many takes and great editing so yeah no <laughs> definitely what you see is not what you what you get with us yeah there's many takes before the final cut <laughs> yes yes we get many chances to get it right <laughs> and sometimes we need them 
Yeah, no, of course. That's quite lucky too, though, because in some jobs you don't get that. Sometimes you just get one chance. And But in this, this is a case where they know you might make mistakes, so it's normal. Like, they're going to do more than one usually anyway. It's I think it's rare that you get everything right in the first take. Like, it's usually quite a lot in anything. Yeah, I mean, it's rare that you get, like, the camera moves right. And, and it, yeah, it's it's there's, like, a warm-up period to, um, to getting everything right. So... Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it, but it, but it, that's the fun of it, it mm -hmm. is like on, on, on stage, you have a lot of, um, you have like uh, so much rehearsal time. So by the time you're on stage, like everything's perfect. But when you're on set, you're just go, go, go all the time. You don't, um, you're kind of like figuring it out as you're going, which is an element of fun that I, that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's of course, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of challenges, like we just spoke about in acting, but there's a, there is also a lot of rewarding parts, um, you know, and what makes you feel proud of what you do as well. Um, what would you say the most rewarding part of being an actress is? Well, I think uh, all of it. I mean, just getting to do, like I said, getting to do what I love and then um, uh, uh, the, the appreciation from the people who watch what, watch it you know and 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 say and reach out and and voice their appreciation and voice their um you know how it moved them it, that's that's wonderful and then you know the work itself just being on set is i i just really enjoy the whole process of like filmmaking um and it's nice to it's nice to feel helpful it's in my own way and I'm a very you know it's a, it's a pretty I'm not saving lives obviously like <laughs> I, I recognize that it's a it's a pretty silly way to go about being helpful but um you know playing pretend but it's I do I do believe it's helpful and it's nice to feel helpful yeah no for you it's helpful and that's what matters just you think like that and yes yeah, it's, it's what you do and you enjoy it so don't let anyone else kind of bother you <laughs> um, about that um but no you're right there yeah definitely um has there been any specific moments yet that have actually made you feel proud that you remember any moments that have happened on the set or anything like that well I think I mean the, the you get it, I get pretty bowled over when um there was the the every time that there was just like people um on set waiting after rap for like hours just to get like a picture or a say thank you or an autograph i'm like wow this is just this is unbelievable that you know it speaks to people on this level there was one girl who flew in from brazil to, to, wow. to come on to set yeah it was just like it just amazed me every time and then occasionally people coming up um on the street to say hello that's always really gratifying and then the last um the last episode or there was like a there was there was, uh, we all got flown back to um, to Atlanta at one point to do a, just like a, a farewell to the fans and the amount of people who were there. And um, yeah, just the amount of people that it spoke to who like flew to Atlanta to, to be there for it was like, just amazing. It was just amazing. Like, does, it doesn't even feel real. No. So when you were on set, if you were filming like outside, would you have fans watching you film or would they not be allowed to? Occasionally, I think that they, um, they occasionally would uh, watch. I think they generally, especially if there's some sort of spoiler, like they've tried to mm -hmm. avoid allowing them to. Um, 
but it was, uh, I, I think, the, I mean, it's, it's not like they would watch the scene. I Like I, very occasionally that would happen, but it's usually they would just be um, off to the side and waiting for us. Yeah, no, it must be yeah, really fun actually having them all kind of there. Um, I know some shows do like all the time, but other shows won't. So like, say you're filming in like a different location, like I know how some shows like move places and move to different cities and things and there'll just be fans like everywhere and they can't really get rid of them. Um, but no, it'd be a really good experience. And um, were you ever nervous or anything if you had fans around you when you were uh, filming? No, the fans never made me nervous. I mean, there's, well, I think more online fans get a little bit, um, you know, sometimes the behavior is a little concerning. Um, mm-hmm. And, and off-putting but in person fans have been nothing but really wonderful and gracious and 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 the the concerning behavior is um far outweighed by the by the uh like wonderful um loving caring like you know gratitude from most of the fans that i i so appreciate and i'll take the i'll take a few um you know off-putting remarks uh to, to gain access to um, being able to talk to friend, fans directly just through social media. It's, um, it's been really nice that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, another reason why social media is good because you can, you can connect, it makes it a lot easier for connecting with your fans and even just post on Instagram, you know, your fans obviously follow you. So post on Instagram and they're like, oh, like this is what she's up to. Like, this is what she's like, say she's raising something for mental health. This is awareness or something like that. And they're just seeing this and, they're donating and stuff like that there's so much you can do with social media and yeah it does have kind of bad sides um but like you said with outweighing there like it can outweigh you know certain things so there's a lot of positives and there is negatives but there's going to be negatives with everything so you've kind of just got to take the um positives more than the negatives yeah that's that I, that's a, i think that's a really good mentality mm-hmm. i totally agree with you that's one that's just stuck in my head <laughs> <laughs> always <laughs> that's um, a great that's a great one to have stuck in your head yeah so there is a lot of actors as I was saying earlier there is a lot of actors at different ages so uh, you do see some very young children wanting to go into acting and um, you see teenagers you see people that start and stop people that realize when they're older that's not for them or it is for them um, it's a very wide range of it's very diverse with its ages um, would you say if there was any advice you could give to someone your age or younger uh, looking to take on acting as a career, what advice would you give to them just about the acting industry? Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's, everyone has their own unique way of going about it. Um, and I I think, you know, being uh there, maybe a more traditional route would be going to New York and joining um, a class or, or being educated in, so, in some certain way with some like theater group um, and, and get, getting into the industry from there because a lot of casting directors, especially New York casting directors, um, mm-hmm. frequent uh, theater and um, pull a lot of actors from there. Um, I, the way I went about it, um, I, I mean, I. I really just feel like it was it was a, a, a tremendous amount of luck. So I, I, I wish I had better advice because, from my personal experience, I just I think there's just an incredible amount of luck 
involved um, to 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 where I am now. Um, but I, I, the advice I will give is, um, you know, don't get too discouraged or hard on yourself because um, we're we've all experienced it, and we can, and and you'll continue to experience it. And and um, I I am routinely discouraged, and then I'm and then I also have you know, wins too, but mm-hmm. there's going to be ups and downs. And, um, and when you're, when, and if you're feeling discouraged, um, or stuck, uh, you know, just have patience and, and maybe get creative uh, on, um, you know, making a short film with your friends or, you know, just staying, um, staying creative in, in different ways while you're maybe having, uh, a disappointing, um, time within the industry itself, you know, that doesn't mean you, you have to stop doing what you love to do. You can still be creative in different ways. Um, and with social media too, like you can, you can make a little short film with your friends and and post it on Mm -hmm. YouTube. You know, it's, you're not beholden to the studios or the, um, networks as, as much anymore. So I, that, for me, that that's been um, that's been a lesson that I wish I learned earlier. Yeah, no, of course it's it's not something that just happens. It you know it takes time, but if you really want to do it, then it's something that you're more than happy to kind of wait. You know, things take time in life, and you can't just rush things. And you know, think oh, if I do this like one class, I'll be an actor and I'll be able to go in films and stuff like that's not the kind of mentality to have. You just need to give it time and do everything yeah, you can. And don't- give it time, give it, give it patience. And everyone has their own pace. Um, you know, don't, don't compare yourself with other people, you know, how other people did it. If you like Google, like, well, uh, this girl just, you know, she, she did one acting class and then, and then she was in movies and like, why isn't that happening with me? Um, the more you do that, the more discouraged you're going to get probably just, you have your own path. Um, and, and you know, remember, you're an artist, and each artist has their own personal journey with their art, and that and that w- that's what makes each artist unique in their expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never really hear when you don't hear um, about actors just you know getting a job, like just going to a class and getting a job, or not even doing a class. Like you don't ever hear that. Like they've always worked really hard, you know, for years, even some of them to actually get to where they are, and we've done. If I've not done classes, I've done other stuff, you know, they've read books, they've uh, Googled, you know, clips, they've watched YouTube, they've done other things, um, maybe had like an acting coach or something like that. They've never just went into it, you know, brand new, the brand new site of eyes. They've always kind of worked hard to get there. And it's, yeah, it's just something that you need to do if you're going to be an actor. Yeah, it takes practice and, and um, it takes a certain, it takes a very, uh, it takes us, the, the skill of it is hard to explain. Like once you unlock it in yourself, you you understand it, but it, it is hard to, well, I'm not a coach, an acting coach, so I, I can't explain it very well or a teacher. Um, but uh, I think even to wrap your head around what it is and what it means, it, it requires the experience of doing it. and permission to fail you know like it's okay if you it's okay if you uh 
suck, <laughs> you know, at first. Like, <laughs> if this is what you want to do, you will improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, anyone will, but like I say, it's something that you really, really, really want to do as a career, then you just got to wait. It's, it's like anything, though. Like, not just acting, anything. Like, you'll always start off. You might not suck, but you might think you're doing. And it's just because you're just starting out. Like, you're not always going to be like that. Like, do you think the best actors all started out amazing like they do? No, like, it's just not what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because, some like, you often see this with kid actors because mm-hmm. kids are so open, so emotionally open and available, um, they are, they'll be naturally really wonderful. And then, you know, after some experience and, um, and going into adulthood, they kind of lose the magic. Um, and there's something to, you know, it's, it requires you to not be afraid to look ugly or look silly, or it's, it's like, I think a lot of people assume that uh, acting or any sort of performance is like a kind of narcissism, but it's actually, in a, in a lot of ways, it's like the antithesis of narcissism. It's like just really uh, not letting it be um, your ego that is performing, but really uh, having a, a connection to the story and a connection to the character that is that's n- not you trying to look cool or sexy or, you know, unless the character is cool and sexy and then, you know, I guess um, that's just a part of that character's truth. But generally uh, characters tend to be vulnerable and they tend to be human and they tend to be um, uh, flawed. And uh, it's, that's where, that's where acting becomes um, interesting is when you're playing with, your vulnerability when you're when you're playing with the flaws of the character and um and allowing that to be uh allowing that to come through again it's also I think it's healthier for people to look at you know when you're watching something you'd much rather see a a character that you can relate to um over like a character that's just flawless and perfect and like you don't you know that what what story is that it's pretty boring (laughs) I know it's it's not really normal though because people no one's perfect like if you're portraying this perfect character it's not it's not realistic there's always got to be kind of a different side like this other side of character or just something like that like someone different I remember I was watching because I always I'm like I relate to the characters that are not just similar to me but ones that I see a good personality in so ones that are, they're not just perfect they've got other sides to them so I was watching I don't know if you've ever seen um 90210 it's the Beverly Hills 90210 was the original one, but there was a spin-off of that. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. And I think it was on the CW like a few years ago now it ended. But there's one character in it and she is, honestly, she is like my, my spirit animal, like my go-to character. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, her name's Silver, but it's like her surname, but she goes by Silver. Even that alone is quite cool. Um, she's got a cool style. Her hair's always cool. Um, and she actually had an experience. She was fine in the first season, but then she played up in the second season and they found out she was actually bipolar. Um, I relate to that as well because I've got family members and close friends who uh, actually suffer from that and obviously I suffer from anxiety. So I connected to her in that way as well. Um, so I think that was kind of one another reason why I, I really liked that they explored uh, her mental health in it. It's just different because I don't see a lot of shows that really do it as much as they did. So that's another reason why I actually really liked her character. Yeah.
Hey guys, it's Cara. I'm just popping in quickly um, just to say that I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did recording because it was just great. Leah is just absolutely lovely. Um, but I just wanted to stop in. The main reason was to stop in just to say that um, we originally I did have a few more questions left. So there's about 20 minutes worth or so that um, I was unable to actually get in to record and it was purely like it was no fault of anyone's it was purely just down to timing and our schedules we were both really busy and um, we just couldn't we didn't have the time to fit it in um so we just kind of left it at that and filmed what we had um we got most of it we did get filmed but there was a few stuff like you know some more kind of fun questions and stuff but um, I just wanted to let you know in case you're like, oh, there's like half missing, where's it gone? But no, we didn't actually get around to filming that. But I hope you enjoyed the episode anyway, guys, and I will see you back here soon with my next guest. Stay safe out there. I'm standing for mental health because we don't talk about it enough and it affects us all. I'm standing for mental health because one in four people will experience mental health issues at some point in their lifetime. I'm standing for mental health because stigma causes too many people to suffer in silence. I'm standing for mental health because I decided it was time to come out of the darkness. Together we can make a huge difference. Take a stand for mental health. <laughs>